I know this neighborhood is like really up and coming. It's not, it's, it's, it's there. <laughs> is it there? Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News. Fake friends, phony excuses, and so much shade. This week's Real Housewives of New York was full of drama. Does Aaron, in the words of Ramona Singer, really not support other women? Was Jenna's excuse for skipping Jessel's event valid? We are going to dive into it all, but before we do, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news. So we pick up where we left off last week at Bryn's giving, and we're kind of in the middle of Bryn's breakdown. You know, we learn more about her childhood that, you know, she almost like attempted suicide in first grade. She, you know, knew that she was, you know, not living a good life. Her parents weren't around. Her dad was in jail. She kind of in college reconnected with him, but only for a while before he passed away. It was really, really heartbreaking to hear more about Bryn's story. Um, But, you know, it kind of goes to show why she's so kind of bubbly and happy now. And she's, you know, basically like, I chose happiness. I'm choosing to be this way. It's kind of like stems from her childhood. Like if she was cute and funny, maybe they would let her stay in the foster homes and places that she was, you know, put. So I think that, you know, it definitely stems from her childhood, but it's a choice. She's choosing to, you know, be this bubbly, happy personality and it's because she knows what, you know, being sad and being, um, you know, l- not living the life you want to live is like. Oh, my God. This was so hard to watch. And I just it's unbelievable to me how she has overcome all of this and gotten to the place where she is and has this amazingly positive attitude because she said she has felt so much pain in her life that now she just wants to feel happiness. And so that's what she chooses. And I feel like I can't remember who said it, if it was Aaron or Jessel, but so many people would not take that attitude if they were in that same situation. And it's just, I mean, she's an amazingly strong person. And yeah, it, it brought together the women because everyone was kind of like rallying around her and, you know, giving her these genuine um, affirmation saying that she is such a beautiful human being. And so I thought it was a nice moment for the group too, because it kind of put things into perspective. But then we go right back into the pettiness of it all with the cackling hags comment. And, you know, Jessel kind of says, oh, it was just a, it's a British thing. It's like a British thing. Like, you, you don't get it. It's a British thing. And it's like, I mean, I think even in British terms like it's still kind of pejorative it's kind of an insult to call someone a cackling hag and then we get old thrown in there so now did she say cackling hag or cackling old hag what do you think yeah i don't know i wouldn't put it past jessel to say old or something even worse i don't know she definitely has a way with words and it's not a good one (laughs) and while i don't think her intentions are malicious Even her husband has admitted the things she says do not stick well. Like people don't take them well. They come off in such the wrong way. And she just like digs herself deeper and deeper. It's like she needs therapy to learn the correct way to like speak to other people. It's like this issue with like socializing with other people. It almost is like Ramona-isms in a way where she would say something so insulting and not realize it was insulting. But at least Ramona could apologize for it. I know, you know, who knows if she really meant those apologies, but Jessel seems incapable of just saying, oh, I'm sorry, guys, I didn't mean to offend you. 
You know, it's just, I was just being, you know, funny about it, but she's not able to do that. And Bryn was like, just own it. Just say, yeah, I said it, you know, sorry if it offended you, move on. So it is annoying that she just kind of digs her heels in and it makes it worse. And then of course they go back to, you know, asking if anything's changed with Jessalyn or her husband. I'm over this already. I think it's none of our business, but we got the great line from Uba where Bryn starts saying, guys, hand chops are back, like as if they're back in style. And Uba's like, you know, if it has the word job in it, I don't want it. It is not for me. And like, I think we can all, I think we can all relate to that. Same Uba, same. Like, honestly, everything she says is just such like wisdom and just makes so much sense. Like there has yet to be a moment where Uba says something that doesn't make sense. It just makes sense. She just makes sense. So- I'm on Team Uba. We jump over to this scene with Jessel and Aaron having coffee. And it is one of the sneak peeks that we got before the episode. And honestly, Jessel is throwing even more shade. And this time, it is at New York City. Specifically, Tribeca. Because, you know, they meet at this super cute coffee shop in Tribeca. And Jessel's basically like, oh my god, you know, it's such an up-and-coming area. And Aaron's like, no. I think it's already there. And Jessel, once again, is questioning it. She's like, is it? You know, like, I think it has a lot of potential. And Erin, being the real estate expert mogul as she is, is like, it's pretty much one of the most expensive neighborhoods in New York City. How is it still up and coming? Like, what were your thoughts when Jessel said this? Like, Erin was like, basically, this bitch knows nothing about New York. And honestly, that's what it came off as. I mean, I don't know how long Jessel has been in New York, but like, even I know that Tribeca is well-established and no longer up and coming. I think maybe 20 years ago it was up and coming. But yeah, it was pretty funny. I Maybe she didn't realize where they were. I don't know. But what surprised me the most about this scene is that Aaron drinks regular whole milk. I was floored by this revelation because I feel like no one drinks regular milk anymore. It's either oat or almond or coconut or something like that. And when the waitress asked, you know, regular milk and she said yes, I was like, whoa, okay. I, I kind of had like mad respect for Aaron in that moment. No, justice, justice for regular milk. I mean, I'm not going to go drink a glass of regular milk, but to have it in a latte or my favorite, like a macchiato, like sometimes it just, you know, it hits just right. Like justice for regular milk. We don't always have to have non-dairy milk. Okay, so Jessel kind of gets into why she invited her there. And Aaron kind of claps back with this, like, yeah, I was wondering what this was about. And it's like, okay, Aaron, you know, that was a little rude. But she, you know, kind of just says, well, I just feel like we're different people. And like, I don't really understand you a lot of times. And so it's hard for me to like, relate to you. And she kind of brings up that Jessel was complaining a lot in the Hamptons and she might be used to being catered to too much. And so Jessel then jumps to, so you're calling me a princess. Erin never used that word, but that's where Jessel went. And so then she's all offended about that. And then there's this whole like work thing. Like, I guess Jessel had told Erin that she's taking a break from work to like raise her kids and never told her that she was like coming back to work. And then that turned into the whole, you don't support other women. Like all I can picture is Ramona Singer on that sidewalk holding Coco being like, you don't support other women to Bethany Frankel on the phone. I mean, 
it just comes full circle in this moment because Jessel honestly thinks that Aaron just asking her, you know, like, oh, you're working again, like totally doesn't mean anything by it means that she doesn't support women in the workforce. And it is like a whole thing. And honestly, like, this is what the second time that Jessel is like giving Ramona Singer. It's kind of it's crazy. It is wild. I don't know how she made that leap. And I don't know why she was so offended by Aaron asking if she was back to work. Even if she had told Aaron that she was, you know, working with some clients, maybe Aaron forgot. Like, what is the big deal? If that was, I just think if that was me and one of my friends, even one of my closest friends, I wouldn't be offended. I'd say, oh, yeah, I, I think I told you a couple months ago, but yeah, I'm working with another, with some clients. I'm starting my own thing. Okay, great. How does that turn into you don't support women because you don't know my schedule? It's so crazy. And then Jessel's basically like, I don't have time for fake friends. And it's like, whoa, 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 fake friends. Like you're calling Aaron a fake friend, like just because of this small conversation that you're taking completely the wrong way. It's like, I am definitely team Aaron on this one. She is just like sitting back like, dear Lord, like how did I get myself here? How did we end up here? It's wild. It's like they are speaking a different language. Honestly, I think they are just two people who are oil and vinegar and they just don't understand each other when like they talk because someone is always pissing off the other one without even intending to. Okay, they kind of decide to just, all right, you know, this is not going anywhere. Let's just move forward. And then we get to, we see a little bit of Sai. She kind of gives us the background on her business, um, which was pretty eye-opening. You know, she said she employs people and all of that. And I thought that was a great little segment. But let's dive into Jenna Lyons' um, archive. And we got, you know, we got to peek inside not just her closet, but her like storage closet. And she brought a friend over to say, you know, should I sell it? Should I keep it? What should I do? And we just got all these amazing fashion moments of, oh, I wore this to meet the Obamas. I wore this to meet Kate Middleton. And I loved the friend every time it was, I love that. Sell it. I love that. We're going to sell it. I love that. Let's sell it. (laughs) And I'm like, where can I buy this? I need to get on Jenna's Instagram, apparently. I know, right? I mean, and it's kind of so funny that we got the juxtaposition between It's almost like old money and new money. So like Jenna is like old money, aka like old fashioned. She has these archive pieces that mean so much to her and have like been to these very prestigious events with, you know, some of the most famous people in the world. And then we have Sai at home who's running a legit business, but she's just like getting these, you know, high end designer goods like straight from, you know, the ready to wear collection and both both are um, honorable, both are respectable, um, but just in different ways. You know, it's like the range of fashion that we're getting is kind of, I'm kind of loving it. I'm living for it. And we get even more at Jessel's party later, which we will get to in a minute. We do. So yeah, before Jessel's party, of course, the girls have to get together to talk about what went down at Aaron. And Jessel's coffee. So then they go meet to have coffee. It's Bryn, Sai, and Aaron. Bryn shows up with a travel chess set. And I'm immediately like, you're iconic. Like, I love this. This is so unique. This is so, I've never seen anything like it. And then her and Sai, like, just start playing chess right there at the table. I'm like, do I need to start taking chess lessons? Like, this is so chic. 
like what like a chic hobby to have. Um, it's giving like Queen's Gambit, and I just loved it. What did you think? I adore Bryn. Like I literally wrote down, I love her in all caps for this chess. And she said she's you know going to be in a chess tournament in a couple weeks. And she's doing it because she never got to do these things as a kid. And so now as an adult, she just goes and does them. And I feel like that is just such an amazing lesson for all of us. You know, we like there's so many things that I want to do. And I'm just like, oh, I don't have time or I don't know how to get started. And it's like, just go do it. Whatever it is, even if you're horrible at it, just go do it. So I loved this moment and agree. Let's get us a little mini chess set. She's such an inspiration. I I loved it. But then Erin shows up. And of course, she replays the entire conversation with Jessel at coffee. And she makes this comment that literally made me laugh out loud. She's like, fighting with Jessel is like fighting with like a chat bot. It's like you enter information and what comes out is just like a word salad. And she's not wrong. No, she's definitely not wrong. And Jessel gets offended so easily. I understand why Erin feels like she has to walk around, walk on eggshells around her because you say something and it just kind of sets her off or she takes it the wrong way. And I don't get why. So it's not easy to be friends with someone like that. Sai agrees that she does not take accountability for anything. But she also says, you know, she thinks that there's something else going on with Jessel and it's just kind of coming out in this way in the friend group. And I think she might be right there. Yeah, but what is it? Like, is there some secret, like, going on? I mean, is their marriage maybe worse than we're seeing um, between her and Pavit? Like, I don't know. Like, do you have any theories about what might be going on? I think she's just completely overwhelmed. Like, as a mom, as someone who's, you know, trying to start her own company, you know, everyone's banging. Everyone's banging. (laughs) Everyone's knocking on her, her marriage and her sex life. I think it's just a lot for her and she's kind of feeling just overwhelmed, but also a little bit attacked. And I think she is just kind of lashing out. Okay. All right. Fair. So then we finally get to Jessel's charity event and like, I'm scared for the women to show up, but also like Jessel's hosting this. So she can't have like a major like blow up at her own event. So we learn that she has launched her own fashion consultancy, The No. And she has to further explain, it's like you're in the know. And I'm like, we know. We did. I have to explain that. <laughs> Thank you, Jessel. But all the ladies show up but one, and that's Jenna, who apparently said she had like another event to go to. We learned that that event was not an event, but her decorating the Christmas tree with her family. It was such like a heartwarming moment to see. And we find out that the ladies aren't too happy with this. What were your thoughts on like Jenna kind of lying about this? Jenna Lyon? Okay. I am curious to hear where you stand. But for me, when they asked Jenna, she said, oh, I think I have something that night. And they said, what is it? And she said, I don't know. I can't remember, but I think I have something. And then it was her decorating her tree with her son and goddaughter. Okay. I feel that so much because I am horrible with dates. I'm horrible with my schedule. And anytime someone asks me to do something, I have to look at my calendar or I have to even ask my husband because I can't remember dates for the life of me. So I think she thought that date is sounding familiar to me. Like, I know I have something, but I don't know what it is. And they kind of just interpreted that as an event. And so then it kind of got twisted. Oh, Jenna's hosting an event at her house. 
But that's not what she actually said, I don't think. I mean, roll the tape if I'm wrong. But she, I, I mean, I honestly, I think it's legit. I think she doesn't get, she gets her son half the time, you know, so there's probably not a lot of opportunity to do the tree decorating. She had her goddaughters over. I mean, I think it's legit. What about you? I think it's totally legit. I mean, we're all adults. If you don't want to go to something or have an excuse, whether it's a good excuse or not to some people, it doesn't matter. You're not required to go to everybody's party every time. Um, but what I do think is, I don't know if she just didn't remember, but I don't know. As the old housewife saying goes, just be honest. Just be honest. Just tell the truth. She could have just said, look, my son is going to be coming over. My God, you know, daughters are going to be coming over. And I just want to spend that night with them. And everybody would have been fine. Everybody would have been totally understanding. So I think it was more an issue of that. She wasn't honest with them. And honesty, I don't know, goes a long way in the housewife's world. Yeah, for sure. So thoughts on Erin showing up? I thought that she handled herself really well showing up, even though her and Jessel were having issues. It's a charity event. It shows well for you when you show up to it, support a charity event, even if you're not getting along with the women. So I think it, that it was good that she showed up. Um, and Jessel like immediately went up to her and p- apologized. I don't know. Do you think that this was genuine? Because was she just doing it like because she was like in front of her entire like business network of people and she wanted to look good? I don't know. What do you think? I think she wanted to nip it in the bud so it didn't turn into a big conversation later in front of all these people. But when she first approached her, I I almost thought she was going to say, I need you to leave. I don't know. She just had a weird energy. But, you know, it seems like they were fine. I think you know, she was surprised Aaron came, but also it was fine. But speaking of Jessel getting offended at everything, so Sai, when Sai, when Sai shows up, she gives her this kind of compliment and says, I feel like you're old money. And Jessel gets offended by that. And then Bryn walks in and she says, you look like old money. And Bryn says, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> so it's just so like, I don't know what what is up with Jessel, but everything's hitting her the wrong way. Is old money a compliment or no? It is definitely a compliment. I don't think it's a compliment too. It's like Jessel can't dish it and she can't take it. And that, yeah. in my opinion, does not make for a good housewife because every time somebody else opens their mouth, it's going to end in disaster no matter what. So I don't know. Some people are saying, oh, Jessel's, you know, making a great housewife. I don't know. She's not doing it for me. I definitely am leaning more towards the other ladies, Erin, Bryn, you know, the ones that are coming off more authentic because it just seems like Jessel is just, I don't know. She wants to push people's buttons and every, and she wants people to push her buttons too. It kind of seems like because she's always nitpicking about every single thing. So nitpicky. That is exactly spot on. So we do get though a you know, a train of people coming, all these fashion editors from Vogue, from Paper Magazine. And it was just, it was quite impressive, her network, I will say that. So they kind of end with, you know, Bryn saying, there's this double standard with Jenna. And, you know, if I didn't show up to this party because I was staying home to decorate a tree, I would be crucified. And all of a sudden I went from, I love Bryn to, I hate her. Don't talk shit about Jenna. I don't really hate Bryn. I do adore her. But it was just funny because I, I don't like it when people come for Jenna. It all comes back to Catchgate. I mean, if anybody is going to do anything like against one of these women, 
Bryn is going to put herself in their shoes and be like, if I did it, I would get in trouble. It's all going to stem from Catch Kate. And I don't know. I kind of love it. I, I love it coming from Bryn. I, I think that's just the way she is. So I don't know. I think this was a really good episode. The ladies actually brought a lot. And I am interested to see where the Aaron and Jessel feud goes next. So excited. If you're not watching, you need to get on this train and make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following Bravo Breaking News on Instagram, as well as me, Lisa, not Rinna. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. See you next time.